Always helps when I turn on the volume, doesn't it? <laughs> Good morning. Uh, welcome to Morning Devotions this morning here on uh, Thursday, July 2nd. I'm so glad that you're joining us. I'm just going to wait another minute or so. Facebook wasn't working uh, this morning for video. So we'll wait for a few others to join us over here on YouTube. We'll see if that happens. Uh, but thanks for taking time this morning to start your word, your day in God's word uh, together. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I've stuck with doing this live as much as I possibly can, uh, just to help foster the sense of being together, doing this together, opening God's word together. Uh, it's been a while since I've encouraged comments. I always encourage comments if you have thoughts or ideas, especially if you want to share what God is pressing on your heart, what God is speaking to you through his word that's so good, so important for us to be doing. I I know and I believe that God speaks through his word uh, to us individually, but also and in, in, in critically, we, we sometimes forget this part, that God speaks to us through his word and, and to each of us, that God speaks and gives us his word. And perhaps that's not for you this morning, but it's for someone else. And so important to be doing this together as, as community, together as uh, God's people. So thanks for joining me this morning. As we begin our time together, let's pray. Let's open with a word of prayer. <clears throat> our sovereign Lord, our mighty God, fill us with joy as we lift your name on high. Let our voices fill the earth and the heavens as we sing our admiration to you. All our praises to you. Amen. So our first reading this morning is uh, Psalm 81. Our first reading is Psalm 81 verses 1 to 5. Sing for joy to God our strength. Shout aloud to the God of Jacob. Begin the music, strike the tambourine, play the melodious harp and lyre, sound the ram's horn at the new moon, and when the moon is full, on the day, this is our feast. This is a decree for Israel, an ordinance of the God of Jacob. He established it as a statute for Joseph when he went out against Egypt, where we heard a language we did not understand. That's where we'll pause today in our reading in the Psalms. Uh, one of the things that I've, I've struggled with the most coming back to in-person worship has been the mutedness of, of singing. Uh, that's one of the things that the, the guidelines is, is very strong on, that singing uh, can spread, you know, spread the virus or spread... Uh, you know, further because you're projecting your voice. And yet for us as God's people, singing is an integral part of our worship life, of our identity together. It's so important that, that we come together and sing. Uh, how often do we see, you know, here in this psalm, but, but throughout scripture, do we see the, the encouragement? Do we see the reminder that God's people gathered together and sang? Uh, quite often when God is, is victorious, when, when God delivers his people from, from some sort of plight, 
the very th first thing they do is to break into song, a song of celebration, a song of praising God. So important for us as God's people to be people of, of song. In fact, that's the Psalms. The Psalms are originally, you know, set to music that they would have been sung, sung in, in temple, sung around the, the table in, in your home. We're people of music because that conveys our heart. You know, there's something more about music than just speaking the words. It helps you enter into what you're saying. Helps you commit it to memory. That's why we we do not a lot, but we do some, you know, sung liturgy. Because our liturgy it comes right out of scripture. We're singing scripture. And it sticks in your mind. It sticks in your, your heart. We're a people of, of song. And like I said, that's why I've struggled so much these past few weeks now. As we've come together and had some music. We've sung mutedly un under our breath. Hummed along. But our hearts, as people who have been redeemed by Jesus who know God's salvation and God's great work, our hearts burst. They fill forth in songs of joy and praise as we remember, as we recount all that God has done for us. You know, that's not an ancient invention or not a recent invention, but it's, it, it's ancient. It goes back to the very beginning of, of time of God's uh, people worshiping and celebrating God in that way. And so wherever you are today, sing for joy. <laughs> sing for joy to the Lord. Proclaim his goodness in all that you do. <clears throat> We're going to flip over now to Luke uh, chapter 6. We're going to think on Luke chapter 6, verses 39 to 49. Luke six thirty nine to 49. Jesus also told them this parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A student is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you look at a speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank that's in your own eye. You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, 
and do not do what I say. I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When the flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Not going to spend a ton of time on this this morning because we're already uh, almost 10 minutes in into our time here. But uh, Jesus emphasizing, you know, it's, it's not just window dressing, uh, following him. I, our Christian faith, it's not just window dressing. It's not just looking good. But uh, Jesus emphasizing here in, in each of these parables, in each of these uh, readings, emphasizing that it's what's deep down inside us. It's, it's what our heart that matters. He shows us a tree and, and its fruit. I, you know, you, you don't go pick one type of fruit from a different type of fruit tree. Uh, you, you know, you don't get raspberries from blueberry bushes, even though they're, they're somewhat similar. I, you still don't do that. What, what's rooted What's deep is what produces the fruit. So too with our hearts. What's in our heart overflows in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions. So his encouragement is the good, to be the good man, the good person, with good things stored up in our hearts. And not like the evil person who has evil things stored up in our hearts to come and be firmly established on Jesus to come and be firmly established on Jesus and that takes work it takes work uh, growing good fruit uh, growing establishing goodness in our hearts certainly God calls us he plants us he, he establishes us he strengthens us but the the passage at the very beginning of what we read here of, of taking the plank, trying to take the plank out of your brother's eye. And you know, so many people read that as just don't judge, you know, just don't judge. So often we skip over the fact that Jesus says, take, take the splinter, take the plank out of your eye before you try to work on someone else's. He's saying, make sure you're right. Make sure you're right. He's not calling us not to judge. He's calling us to make sure that we're right to begin with. Make sure that our heart is good, is pure, is grounded and rooted in Jesus. It's the encouragement to us today to be found in Jesus, to be found in him before we do anything else, any other thing, to be rooted, to be grounded, in him. So would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have come, that you've established us, you've rooted us in you, that you've offered us this gift of life and salvation. And we pray that 
your hope that your presence would fill our hearts and lives that you would permeate that you would overflow from our hearts from the deep dark recesses lord jesus we pray against any kind of evil that's taken root in in our hearts we ask for your Holy Spirit to, to cleanse us, to renew our minds, to renew our hearts, that goodness and life would fill them and flow from them. May truly we be known as a people of, of you, people who follow you, people who know you, people who love you, Lord Jesus. And so confident in your promise, confident in your goodness, in your call, we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We'll close our time this morning with two watchwords, these two verses for us to reflect on and focus on throughout our day today. The first one from Psalm 8, verse 1. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And then from Luke 149. Yeah, Luke 149. Mary said, the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. Remember that as you go about your your day today, wherever wherever you are, whatever you're about, God's name is holy, it's set apart, it's majestic, it's worthy to be praised. And may we be people who have praise bubbling up, overflowing our hearts. And so I'm off again tomorrow. Uh, so there's no morning devotions uh, tomorrow, Friday, July 3rd. Uh, I'll be back Monday morning for morning devotions. You can join us again Sunday at 11 a.m. for live in-person worship here or a live stream if you're not in the area, if you're, you're traveling. I know lots of people are starting to travel and camp and that sort of thing. Uh, stay connected to our church home that way. If you're still not comfortable with, with crowds or groups, that's okay too. Uh, we make this available on YouTube. Seems to be the better bet these days of been having more and more issues with Facebook and their video. Uh, but uh, yeah, live stream worship, live worship Sunday at 11. Also this afternoon at 1 p.m., we're going to wrap up the uh, Minor Prophets. We've been looking at the Minor Prophets for two months now. Uh, we're going to finish with the last three. Uh, it's going to be a slog, but uh, good to look at them. Uh, they present totally different content than, than what we've seen up to this point. So we're looking at the last three books of the Minor Prophets, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Uh, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. So join us this afternoon at 1, one o'clock for our Bible study on the Minor Prophets, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. I'll put a link on Facebook and YouTube here uh, shortly. 
blessings on your day today uh, blessings on your weekend enjoy the the beautiful weather the uh, the rain the moisture that god has given us everything's so fresh and green we praise god for that but we'll see you back here monday morning for morning devotions